0: Hey everyone, welcome back. Before I get into these stories, I just wanted to mention, these aren't your typical scary stories. These are more so just dark, messed up stories that happen in people's families. It's something a little different than the usual stalker story, so that's why I'm doing them. Also, I need to give a few warnings. Domestic violence in story number two, and attempted sexual assault of a minor in story number three. I'll have the stories labeled down in the timestamps below if you want to skip any. Let's get started, and remember to always stay hungry. Growing up, I always knew my aunt had issues. I was shielded from it by my family, but I still did notice some things. She's no longer in my life. But no matter how much time passes, I'll never be able to forget everything that I witnessed from her. Here it goes. My earliest memory that something was wrong was when I was about 7 or 8 years old. It was Christmas, and my parents and I were staying the night at my grandparents. My aunt was living with my grandparents due to escaping an abusive relationship. Now, her problems were not caused by this abusive relationship. She did things prior to this, which I'll explain later. I didn't know the details until I was old enough to be told them. Now back to the story. I was asleep in the spare bedroom which had two singles, and my mom was in the other. Well suddenly I woke up to shouting voices, and I also realized the light was on. I could hear my aunt, grandparents, and mom all talking very loudly. My aunt was screaming that there were little black shadow men with scissors, and they were running to her and cutting her hair. I was dumbfounded by this, and as weird as it sounds, I wasn't afraid. I don't know why, but I just remember sitting up in the bed just staring at everyone. I can't remember what happened after I witnessed this. I just remember my aunt being taken away, and I remember my mom grabbed me and took me out of the room once she realized I was awake. I didn't see my aunt for a good while after that, but when I did, she was normal. A while after this incident, she had started to have what I assumed were epileptic seizures. It turned out she was actually faking said seizures, but I didn't know that at the time. She would have these seizures randomly, and then an ambulance was called every time. Eventually, she moved out of my grandparents' house and I was aware growing up that she told a lot of lies. She would lie about everything and anything. My family always joked that if you asked her for the time, you'd have to check for yourself because she'd tell you it was five minutes earlier than what it really was. My aunt didn't have a bad childhood at all, although she was the youngest child, so sometimes I wonder if feeling like the baby of the family made her crave more attention or something, but I have no idea. All I know is she's a compulsive liar. She's told lies about many things, including extremely serious things. She told us that she was pregnant on three different occasions, and of course, it turned out to be lies. Now the first time this happened, everyone bought her baby clothes, baby walkers, prims, etc., only for her to admit that she lied for attention. It's crazy. With the exception of her abusive relationship, in which she was truly the victim, she's actually abused all of her boyfriends in some way. This abuse is emotional as well as financial. She also cheats on most of her boyfriends because whenever she wants to break up or sense that they might break up with her, she just finds someone else. So they all overlap. And 9 times out of 10, my aunt is the one to initiate the breakups. She's lied about having miscarriages as well as lied about sexual abuse. Now, I know people will hear that and immediately feel uncomfortable and angry. I need to say that there is literal proof that she lied about sexual abuse happening in her life. She told two different lies and was genuinely not telling the truth. It makes me angry because real victims aren't believed. But again, she genuinely told lies about these things. I don't want anyone to use my aunt's lies as an excuse not to believe those who come forward, because the vast majority of people do not lie about these crimes, especially not sexual crimes. Anyway, she moved 9 hours away when I was like 11 or 12, and she was gone for a few years with a boyfriend. They decided to move back, and my aunt actually got a new job in a care home. Of course, she met another guy there. And ended up cheating on her boyfriend she was desperate to be pregnant but her boyfriend at the time didn't want a baby she still tried to get pregnant though by not taking her birth control which is rape by deception but my aunt didn't care i was disgusted to find this out as was everyone else we couldn't tell her boyfriend this because she only told us about not taking her birth control after they broke up she cheated on this guy And what do you know, she falls pregnant with the guy in the care home. He was her colleague, and they ended up having my little cousin, who I'll refer to as Kate. When Kate was born, she began making other people constantly babysit. She didn't breastfeed because she wanted it to be easier for others to babysit Kate. I really wish that I was joking. Now, I'm not saying she doesn't care about Kate but she doesn't love or care about her the way a healthy person does, and it simply isn't good enough. It isn't true care to me, because any normal mother wouldn't give them birth then immediately seek babysitters to watch their kid for days on end. She would get her new boyfriend to drop Kate off with relatives, literally two weeks postpartum, and those said relatives would be babysitting for two weeks straight. It makes me feel so sad whenever I look back on it. It's just sad, and I can't even imagine how it impacted Kate on a deep level. The reason I say she cares to an extent, and in a way about Kate, is because she does care about Kate's safety, but she's a terrible mother, and she really doesn't love her daughter as a parent should. In my own teenage years, I had some arguments with my aunt. I would actually call her out on her bullshit, and she didn't like it. One time she bought me concert tickets for a birthday present. It was my favorite band, and she called me a week before the show to tell me that she'd sold them. After that, I knew our relationship was over forever. That was 2015, and I've barely spoken to her since. My family always says I don't suffer fools gladly, and they're very right about that. I was never really close with my aunt anyways. I mean, I always knew she was a compulsive liar, and I witnessed some of her antics. But as I got older, I was then informed about everything she did. When I was six years old, my grandma had a heart attack while I was at school. My aunt was there visiting, and then demanded to go into the ambulance with her. The ambulance driver told her no, and she was hysterical. She actually told him that she was having a heart attack too. needed treatment urgently the ambulance driver shouted at her to stop being ridiculous her mother was literally having a heart attack and she acted like a fool pretending to have one too my mom was there because my granddad called her to tell her what was happening and both my granddad and mom ended up screaming at my aunt she then stormed out of the house and went to a friend's house who happened to live right behind my grandparents house My mom and granddad didn't follow her because they were so furious and stressed out. My mom also had to figure out if she was going to take me out of school early or pick me up my usual time and then tell me what happened then. Well, they heard the sound of another ambulance racing up the street, and my granddad actually said, if she went to a fucking neighbor and faked a heart attack, I swear. He and mom went outside, and long story short, my granddad's prediction was true my aunt actually went to her friend's house and faked a heart attack the same ambulance driver who saw my grandma arrived on the scene and the moment he saw her he started screaming at her he was absolutely livid with her for wasting resources and time and then furious with her being such a selfish freak he actually told her that she was selfish and that he was disgusted with her behavior My aunt then started crying and then stormed back into my grandparents' house. I was unaware of all this until I was older, because like I said, my family really tried to shield me from most of my aunt's bullshit. I mentioned before that my aunt is no longer in my life. My grandma still speaks to her, so I hear about her antics from her. My granddad unfortunately passed away a few years ago, and it's really only my grandma who still talks to her. I understand that, and it's because ultimately this is her daughter, and she can disown her. She also loves her grandchild. She's been a really great parental figure to my cousin, and I see my cousin through my grandma. When my cousin is old enough, she'll have my phone number to contact me whenever she wants. I'll also still be civil to my aunt if I ever see her, but we don't speak at all. I saw her for the first time in years just last year and I have no idea when I'd ever see her again. She's since been diagnosed with BPD, but I don't know if the diagnosis is real or not. I'm not a psychiatrist, but it really wouldn't surprise me if my aunt manipulated the professionals and ended up with the wrong diagnosis. But again, I have no idea. Some of what I've read about BPD actually seems to fit her, but something feels missing. It feels like a weight has really been lifted to say all of this. It's absolutely embarrassing and difficult to have an aunt like this. She's caused a lot of drama over the years and some of what she's done sounds like a made up story, but I promise this is sadly all real. No exaggerations, no lies. It's sad, but it really is what it is. I made peace with it a long time ago. I'm in my 20s now. And i'm sure my aunt has much more in store for us all she broke up with kate's father and is now with a new man he recently ended an abusive marriage and he seems very kind but is vulnerable one night he broke up with my aunt and her response was to try and kill herself to get him back his family actually told him to take my aunt back which is just insane to me everything she does is for attention I know some people won't like hearing that, but it's how my aunt operates, and you'd understand that if you knew her. I've personally lost a friend to suicide, so I don't take what I'm saying lightly. Her new boyfriend took her back, and he's trying to change her for the better. If my aunt wasn't so toxic, he would be a really good guy to have a relationship with, but I really don't know if she can have a healthy relationship. Some of the shit she's done is just unforgivable. I have empathy for those with mental illness, but my aunt is mentally ill and just a bad person in general. I don't know if she faked that hallucination all those years ago with the scissor men, but she's never been diagnosed with schizophrenia or anything similar. She faked the seizures, faked the heart attack, and she also went through a phase of pretending to have anxiety, as well as faking sexual assault. She said that she couldn't look after Kate because it would give her panic attacks, but she was genuinely lying about all of it, as usual. Recently on Kate's birthday, she had posted a Facebook post all about herself and didn't mention her daughter at all. She took Kate out for dinner, then got my grandma to babysit Kate and went to her boyfriend's house and stayed the night, which is just really bad in my opinion. Apparently my aunt's new boyfriend didn't agree with this, but he took her back to his place anyway so i don't really know what that says she also introduced him to kate within only a week of dating which is dangerous but also irresponsible in case kate gets attached to him she also tried to replace kate's father with the new guy but my grand stepped in and told her that she can't do that i honestly have no idea how to even end this story all i can say is thank you for listening and I hope everyone knows that it's really okay to cut off toxic family members. Sometimes it's just all you can do. I'm a 27-year-old woman, and when I was a child, my mother was in a relationship with my stepdad who was a really violent man. I have a lot of stories, but this is the one that really sticks out in my mind. I remember one night when I was in my bedroom, and I had heard my stepfather start arguing with my mom over something small and trivial. I was about seven years old at the time, and after many years of fighting, my little mind had already auto-tuned out the fighting, but this particular night, something had compelled me to go into the lounge room after hearing them argue. When I walked in, I saw my stepfather with his hands around my mom's throat and her face was bright red, and her hands were grabbing at his eyes, trying to stop him. I immediately ran over to him, and I began hitting him with my small fists, screaming at him to let go of my mom. He let go, then reached out with one hand, grabbing me as he stood up. He pushed me to the side, but this gave my mom enough strength to jump back to her feet and push past him, then grabbing me in the house phone because at the time it was the early 2000's and we only had a landline. She then ran up the hallway and pushed me into the bathroom with the phone, all while my stepfather chased after us. She slammed the door shut and then started screaming to call the cops. This was the first time that I'd ever rung emergency services, and as soon as the lady answered I started crying and begging them for help during this time my stepfather was actually trying to break down the bathroom door to get to us but my mom is one hell of a strong woman and she wouldn't let him get to me despite getting hurt herself in the process right around this part my memory becomes foggy as i was in hysterics the next thing i know is that he takes off out of the house through the back door jumping the neighbor's fences right as the police storm our home searching for my stepdad We spoke with the police, but the story doesn't quite end there. After the police took my mom's statement, they said that they would remain in the area, and they left. My mother was just cradling me in her arms. We were sitting on the couch when we then heard a big smash of glass shattering. It was the back door at the other end of the now darkened hallway. I jumped, feeling as though I needed to protect my mom from harm. But what can a tiny seven-year-old girl actually do? I run toward the noise, but as I reach the end of the hallway, my stepdad then emerges from the shadows. The look on his face, the pure rage, the evilness, it's something engraved in my mind. He then started screaming. Where is she? I then start screaming, and I go turn backward toward my mother, and I see her face. She's scared. She's terrified. The very next thing I remember is he now has my mom in the corner. My seven-year-old self in between is a barricade, and he's hitting her. Well, after what felt like an eternity, but was probably only a few minutes, I then hear the police rush into the house as they then quickly tackle him from behind and cuff him. After that, he was taken away and put in jail for 18 months for assault. He came back to torment us until he left for good when I was 14 years old. I'm sorry for an anticlimactic ending. That was only one incident though. It stands out in my mind because I'm now scared of shadows and whoever lurks behind them. I have so many more stories about my childhood and family. My in-laws tell me that I should write a book about it all. Maybe I will one day. Or maybe I can just tell my stories through Southern Cannibal. And then maybe these stories can actually help someone else out there. Thank you all for listening and helping me get this off my chest. The year was 1969. I was a 13 year old girl, and I was very trusting in most people, especially relatives. That would turn out to be a grave mistake. It's the summer and my mom and older brother and myself were going to visit relatives in Maryland. My family would often spend about a week or two with these family members. That summer was so very, very hot, so when my beloved aunt told me to go get my swimsuit to go to my older cousin's friend's house to go swim, I was thrilled. It was my cousin, brother and I and my cousin's two friends that were brothers. The older ones seemed very nice. But the second one gave me a weird vibe, but at the time I just ignored it. So we get to their home, and the pool was so inviting that I couldn't wait to get in. Taking off my cover-up, revealing a two-piece swimsuit, I then get into the pool. After about an hour of swimming, I decide to get out to take a break. When my cousin asks me if I like teen magazines, I answer back to him with, Yeah, what teen girl doesn't? He called out to his friend whose name I choose not to remember, and he then tells me to follow him into the garage, and that'll show me where they are. The brother did call out to him, but I don't really know what he said at the time. He then showed me to a ladder, and he told me they were up in the loft, so up I go. That's when I then realized that he's coming up right behind me. Now I'm getting uncomfortable, and i tell him i changed my mind and i want to go back down when he then tells my cousin to take the ladder away that's when my cousin start to try and kiss me and i push him away telling him to leave me alone he then tells me that no one's there to help me and to just relax as he then put his hands up on my thigh i'm now crying and i'm pushing him off of me with all my worth i then start screaming and i scream my brother's name and my brother comes running to see what's wrong my brother enters the garage and he sees that the ladder's moved across the room when our cousin then tells him not to worry and we're just having fun thank god my brother who is 14 years old doesn't listen to him and he then returns the ladder and up he came and helped me get down if not for his timing i would have either been raped or thrown myself out from the loft I then told them that I want to go back to my aunts. I ended up finding out that the boy who tried to do this to me, my cousin, thought for whatever reason that I was older, so he didn't actually know that I was 13. But that doesn't change anything, he still tried to rape me. I didn't tell my aunt this, but I did tell my mom. But of course, it was all my own fault for going with him. Sad to say, my mother's now 90 and I'm 66, and I have no relationship with her. So yeah, this happened a very, very long time ago, but it was still one of the most traumatizing things that I ever went through. Hey everyone, I hope you all enjoyed these stories. If you ever want to submit your own, you can do so at southerncannibal.com. Have a good night everyone, and remember to always stay